Hey everyone, I'm Alex, and welcome to The Roasted Mind, the show where we enjoy some coffee, have a conversation about self-help, personal interests, and growth, and express the thoughts that can be a bit harder to discuss. So, have a seat, grab a cup of coffee, let's talk. Good morning, everybody. Happy Saturday and welcome to another episode of The Roasted Mind. I just want to start this episode by saying I'm sorry for last episode. I know the audio was incredibly low. I don't really know what happened. When I listened to it, it sounded fine. When I was going through it in my editing software, it was fine. When I exported it to an MP4, it was fine. But for some reason, Spotify really lowered the volume. And it's a little bit upsetting because it was a pretty good episode, I think. I really did enjoy it. So if you're able to listen to it with headphones on or if you're listening to it in a car, you know, you can turn your volume up to uh, some of the loudest that, that's available to you, then I'd greatly appreciate it because that was an episode that I really, I really did open up candidly. You know, it, a lot of that episode wasn't really planned. A lot of the episode was merely me just opening up, letting loose and getting out there. And so hopefully you can listen to it accurately and really feel what I'm talking about, you know, really understand where I'm coming from when I talk about when I talk about that episode. So uh, without further ado, today I have another guest, actually. Um, This is one of my best friends, Ivan. He's been a friend. uh, We've been a friend since freshman year. I think now we're coming up on what, like 10 years now, right? I was going to say 10 years. Yeah, coming up on 10 years. So, um, I mean, Ivan, if you want to introduce yourself, you know, anything that that it's interesting to you or what do you do or who you are you know anything anything what do i do and who i am uh, my name is ivan um i'm an rbt i'm a that means registered behavioral technician i work with kids and yeah it's good work it's very like fulfilling right you work with kids with mental disabilities right with yeah. uh, like autism autism what is that is that like the main the main thing is rather it's mostly just autism yeah it's mostly just autism mm-hmm. but obviously like ocd like other little things sprinkled in one Oh yeah, that's that's pretty rewarding. That's a pretty pretty good thing that you do. You know, that's it can't be easy to take care of take care of kids with autism and mental disabilities. So, I mean, I applaud you because that's a lot of patience. That's a lot of patience that it takes for you to to do things like that. So today it's gonna be a little bit of a relaxed, kind of a fun episode because we have some booze in our cup. We actually are drinking this uh, drink from Mexico called Pajarete, which is uh, what is it? It's chocolate shavings, sugar, it is sugar. Uh, tequila, tequila, and, um, yeah, and, coffee already, right? and coffee. Oh yeah, we put in some coffee in it, mm-hmm. and then traditionally it's made with cow's milk, right from the tea, warm and and full of all those biotics, all those uh bacteria that that come in in the milk. But you know, with the tequila, it, they light it on fire before they add the milk, so it usually kills it out. Um, we don't have that at our disposal. We don't <laughs> have cows just just at my place, so we use goat milk in uh in place of it. And it's actually pretty, it's a pretty interesting drink. It's really strong. Uh, and But the coffee taste is there. You know, the coffee taste is there. It's a little bit masked by the chocolate powder that we put in. But there's still like a, a faint taste of the coffee. And we used instant coffee. We used the Nestle Cafe de Olla that I've talked about before, I think on my very first episode. Um, an instant coffee, but still, it still has that, that espresso kick. It still has that flavor that you really do look for in a cup of coffee, just with the added flavors of tequila and chocolate and goat milk. (laughs) (laughs) 
so <clears throat> I kind of want to go over this this episode with alcohol because, you know, in a way, alcohol really does typically allow us to open up. And that's coming from somebody who's had their fair share of of experiences of opening up a little too much when it comes to having a drink in their hand or getting, you know, a little too, a little too wasted and venting out about everything that, that really is on your mind. These can be deeper conversations. These can be conversations that you really have pent up that you don't really feel comfortable talking about normally. These can be conversations that you don't really feel like you can talk about unless you have something in your system that lets it out, a kind of truth serum in a way. And you know, oftentimes these discussions aren't really remembered. Oftentimes these things you talk about are really just said because you're in the moment you know because you have nothing else to say or maybe you can finally let loose because nobody's going to care because maybe they won't remember it or maybe you'll remember it and you'll just forget how it felt to say it a lot of these certain circumstances can happen when you open up with alcohol and so one of these things you know it's really akin to to coffee to a coffee chat in that sense of how you can really open up personally with the person across from you with a cup of coffee or you know with an amf in your hand or with a bajarete in your hand um it's really akin to that to that open discussion that really closeness that that comes with uh the coffee or the the bajarete in our sense if you will yeah exactly the egg roll if you will so you know I don't want to I don't want to say like here alcohol is a way to open up because it really isn't, you know. It's a byproduct of that. It's a side effect. It's what happens when you tend to drink and you're with good people, you're with friends you trust, you're with people that you know will take care of you as much as you try to take care of them. So, I've had definitely had many of these with my friends. I mean, we uh, pretty much like every party for a while, we you know, we'd have conversations like like this and and sometimes I'd be the liaison, other times I'd be the person opening up. So Or the one falling asleep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm notorious for, I was notorious for falling asleep before I started working a uh, night shift. I was I'd be asleep by like 11 or, or 12 while everybody else was still was still up and partying. Um, and so these discussions, this is really where you where you reveal your feelings on recent events. You know, it can be anything from anger, it can be anything from love, from confessions. It can be anything from disappointments to just straight up nonsense, you know, as a byproduct of alcohol. And, and again, I do want to say that, you know, alcohol is not needed to open up. It really isn't. What's really the key here is the people that you're with, is the people that you trust. But in these conversations comes the opening up of these disappointments of the anger of an annoyance or just straight up nonsense and so part of that comes in acceptance part of that comes in discussion of you accepting certain you know life-changing events certain things that happen to you that really do affect you this could be anything whether it's rejection or loss of a friend loss of a family member anything to a refusal of an interview uh, maybe your parents are fighting. Maybe your dog passed away. Maybe that girl stopped messaging you. Maybe that guy just isn't giving you enough attention or is doing something that you don't really like. Maybe you suspect they're cheating. Or maybe you don't like the amount of love that they're giving you. Maybe it's suffocating. There's so many different things that you can open up on when you have this chance to open up, to be accepting of these situations. You know, it's also not necessarily needed to be accepting of a lot of these situations you know we all have our own coping mechanisms we all deal with things in our own way we all kind of go through the motions in a sense and so saying how things are need to be accepted um 
100% of the time is unfortunately it's a message that's being pushed more and more in these social media gurus of, of self-help of these people that, you know, admittedly I am guilty who have a podcast or, <laughs> you know, Instagram pages or Twitter pages that are specifically meant for mental health. And they always say, well, Hey, the answer is accepting and moving on. The answer should be acknowledging, accepting, getting over it and moving to something new. Then maybe you repeat the cycle again. Maybe you won't and you'll grow from it. Eventually there's going to be that growth, but I don't necessarily think it's fair to say that acceptance is needed. I don't necessarily think it's fair to put down other people's experiences, other people's kind of ways that they deal with these certain things. You know, I, for one, have gone through the emotions of of being spiteful. And and I've also gone through the emotions of, of being accepting and figuring out, well, hey, it wasn't meant to be, so it's not going to be. Whether it's a job, whether it's uh, a girlfriend, or whatever, you know, I've gone through both sides. But the f- fact is, it's a little hard to kind of take seriously or really to kind of relate when people are telling you all the time that you have to be accepting, when people are telling you all the time that you have to go through things a certain way. And so I have Ivan here, and he's going to tell me a little bit of a story about uh, being vindictive, about being the opposite of being accepting. Because, you know, for him, being accepting isn't really the, the way he's going through it. Being accepting of something that's not working out really isn't his way. It necessarily isn't how he's going through it. And so, I mean, Ivan, I'd love to hear your, your story, your opinion on on your take on this acceptance story and how, how you're kind of dealing with it, you know, how it's still lingering on or, or whatever. So if you want to go, go ahead. Yeah, no, honestly, going off what you were saying, almost like always being told to be accepting, almost feels like you're being censored. It's almost being like, it almost feels like you're being told to be, to act a certain way, to behave a certain way. When honestly, no, it's okay to like be spiteful. It's okay to not accept things for the way they are. Mm-hmm. And like for me, it's okay to be vindictive. I feel like I've grown to be vindictive towards things. Mm-hmm. I feel like in the past, I've always accepted things. I feel like I've always just, yeah, just accept and forgive and just move on. But I feel like just nowadays, I've grown to just be spiteful. Always want like revenge. When honestly, I mean, to the people listening, I mean. That's no way to live, but I mean, that's just how I've grown to be because, like, I don't like being wronged. So it's like, with, with, for the people that wrong you, it's like, why is it okay for them to get away with things? Mm-hmm. But, like, yeah, it's like, why is it okay for them to get away with things? So you're thinking in the terms of it, like, why is it fair for them to act this way and for me to, to be why dumb. is it unfair for me to just accept it? Yeah, like, why is it unfair for me, but it's fair for them? Or I guess... It's also kind of annoying seeing people like just continue to go on with their stupid habits. Yeah. Well, you think like change is a big part of, of accepting or you think that maybe if there was change, then it would be a big step towards you kind of getting in a way kind of quote unquote over it. Yeah. But then honestly, do people really change at all? People could like do things that change how they are as a person, but deep down, have they really changed? I feel mm-hmm. like people like fall back into their habits. Yeah, I mean, that's a discussion. That's a whole other discussion. That's yeah, right? a whole other discussion. But, yeah. you know, let, let's say that there is change. You know, let's say that 
this person, you know, you've consistently talked to them and, and hung out with them and you've noticed that, okay, things are different. Maybe you give them another chance. Maybe you're just around them more because you've noticed progressively that there's a change and you want to be around them more. Do you think maybe then that you can accept their flaws for their the past? Do you think you can move past it? Or is being vindictive really kind of like, okay, I still don't, I still don't forgive you for what you did in the past, but I accept you for what you are now. <laughs> you could. But I feel like how many times can you give a person like a second chance mm-hmm. or another, yeah, honestly, another chance. How many times can you do that? That's true. Yeah. For, because for you to think someone's changed and like they're still on their shit, it's like, nah. Yeah. Nah, yeah. yeah. That all depends on like, you know, how many chances are you willing to give? Is this person worth all these chances it all comes down to like well your own worth you know and i feel like you know your own self-worth now in order to be able to say that you know you are vindictive in a sense of it's the way you're handling it you know it's it's kind of the way that you are okay with in a way yeah yeah honestly but yeah going back to what i was saying like you shouldn't be that way Uh yeah honestly i don't know it's like it does feel Some aspects, it does feel like it's wrong. Yeah, it's wrong to be this way, but well, it's, like what? What makes it? Yeah, like being so spiteful. Like, mm-hmm. is that that's not how I was raised to be? That's not how I was raised to be. To be so spiteful, mm-hmm. revengeful, if that's a word. But um, yeah, no, I feel like that's not how I was raised to be. Okay. But at the same time, I feel like I was always so censored. Was I was always supposed to behave a certain way, be yeah. a certain way? So you but, think maybe like kind of that forceful censoring made this happen or, or like what do you what do you think like started this thing for you you know for you i guess i just started noticing but noticing patterns in people okay. noticing that people can't change uh-huh. or they won't change or like i feel like sometimes i would i would always have to bend the knee to people mm. to accommodate them and i feel like after a certain point i just said fuck this i'm not doing this anymore yeah yeah i hear you like grow up <clears throat> it's like i mean um is there any, like anything like a story that you want to tell or like just like a vague like, oh, this has to do with, you know, profession or relationship or friendship or, you know, you don't have to go in depth. But just so I can get a, a sense of, you know, really what you're, what you're talking about here. Mm. Honestly, a friendship. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, a friendship. I feel like friendships are one of the hardest things to to forgive, to like accept, you know. And, and my story is kind of a, an acceptance on both a relationship and a friendship. You know, but I feel like friendship's a lot harder because the, I, the connection's a lot stronger. You know, like if one of our if one of our crew did me wrong, it'd be a lot harder to just forgive them because, well, you should know not to do that. You know, you should know that hey, this is what I don't like because yeah. years of friendship. You know, I feel like if you were to do something to me, I would be spiteful, and so I kind of see where you're coming from. You yeah, know? no, like I told you earlier, like, yeah, earlier today, uh-huh. honestly, I felt like, yeah, no, it was hurt, like, hurt, like, with that one episode you did on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's he's referring like, back to the, the episode where I talked about my closest friends and how, how I wanted to drop them. Um, You know, side note, I never told them any of that beforehand. Yeah, no, so just blindsided me. Yeah. Blindsided me, I was surprised. And um, I'd, I'd never, I'd never mentioned it. Like, this was something that when I put it out there on the, on the show for the first time, that was their first time hearing it. And so when he came over today and we were just catching up and talking, we talked about, you know, hey, what was up with that episode? And so I, I told him. And, um, you know, unfortunately, 
that or no, fortunately, that's not something that I went through. You know, that's something that that I got through. I got over. But I feel like if I were to do that, you know, if I were to just drop you guys down and, and not really say anything, that's where that vindictiveness would come in. You know, how could I do that to you? After, yeah, like after 10 years, you know, 10 years yeah. of friendship. I got out of nowhere, too. It'd be crazy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I kind of dodged a bullet on that one. I guess you could <laughs> say I kind of dodged a bullet on that one. So has like this vindictiveness really like fueled your progress at all? Has it altered it in any way? Has it stopped it? Has it halted it in any way? Do you think maybe you'd be different if you were accepting? Or do you think maybe this vindictiveness progressed you in a way that you liked? Yeah, no, I feel like it progressed me in a way I like. I feel like I feel like I was being halted for being accepting. Mm. Maybe it's more that Okay. I, well, I like standing up for myself. Yeah. Like it's more so that because yeah, no, I picked up hobbies like I'm trying to go to the gym more. Yeah. I picked up photography like I was telling you. Yeah. yeah. No, it's like it's honestly peaceful like just taking pictures of things just like I forget I forget any worries I had in my head, any like anything I was upset about, I just forget about that because it gets so like Enveloped so I'm absorbed in it. Mm, it's okay. fun. It's like honestly a fun pastling, a fun hobby. So you think like it's it's self care by taking care of yourself. Yeah, obviously like self care is great. Oh, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, yeah. I like that. I didn't. I didn't. Cause we were. I mean, we were talking about this earlier when we were just sitting down and talking, getting ready for the show and everything, making the drinks. But you know, I didn't really. I didn't really get that from you. Uh, so I'm glad to hear, like hear that now. You know that that's a really good way to put it. Self care. In the form of taking care of yourself. Yeah. Maybe maybe being spiteful isn't really all that bad. I mean, yeah, it's like a way that you were raised. You know, you weren't raised to be that way. But maybe every once in a while, it's kind of needed. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, every once in a while. Yeah. Maybe not all the time. But I feel like there are some people that you just can't forgive. You know? Yeah, honestly. Especially people that can't keep secrets. <laughs> exactly you know people that just kind of go behind your back and and don't really keep their promise to you yeah even after you told them yeah you tell them you tell them you tell them you tell them so i mean what's what's kind of like your take on on this push of of acceptance like like this new ways of self-care like i mentioned earlier like a lot of these these pages and a lot of like these gurus and i mean even myself i might be i might be guilty if i go back and listen to a couple episodes on this kind of like push of of forgiving in a sense of taking care of yourself of really giving them the benefit of the doubt so you can move on do you feel like that's fair do you feel like that's fair for you it is it is maybe like this vindictive mood of been maybe maybe it's just a phase <laughs> you think it's, it's a phase it could be i mean people grow people change uh-huh but I feel like I'm just not at the level yet that I want to be. Because honestly, yeah, I could be forgiving again. But I don't know. Like, I think of... No, yeah, I think of Vagabond, the manga. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think of that. Just like improving yourself, bettering yourself. But I feel like I'm not I'm not to, there yet. I still have to read that one. Gotta read it. It's so yeah, good. Yeah. yeah, I know just reading it, like, you know, you honestly want to change as a person. But yeah. I feel like I read it at the wrong time. But well, But why was that the wrong time? Like, do you think really it would be that big of a difference if you read it now? Yeah, because honestly, it does change you. It does, like, it, you kind of, you see mm-hmm. how someone can be so, like, the main character, Miyamoto Musashi, you see how, yeah. like, 
how he wants to be the strongest, like, the best at killing the best swordsman and everything. But, like, as he ages and grows up, he sees that, like, it's not all about killing. It's not all about that. It's all about just improving yourself as a person. Wow. Is it really? I didn't even know that. Yeah, it's like, um, yeah, no, like, he's he's a real person, like, the sword saint. Is it? It's only, like, what, 200-something chapters, right? Yeah, it's, it's really, it's that a long. fast read. Yeah, yeah they never finished long. it. You never finished it? No, they never finished it. Or the author never oh, finished it. Oh, he never it. finished it? Yeah, I never finished it. You oh. could honestly just read it. Oh, damn. Did he pass away? No. No, he's the guy that made Slam Dunk. Oh, he's the guy that made Slam Dunk? Yeah. No way. Yeah, he finished and that one. Yeah. Now they made a movie and everything? Yeah. They won't finish Vagabond. That's whack, man. <clears throat> no, but I do get like this push of acceptance. Yeah, no, and I appreciate people that can do it. Mm-hmm. Like, just accept and forgive, but I feel like I'm not there yet as a person. But, yeah, that's why like, I'm doing these hobbies. I'm doing these things just to, mm-hmm. like, better myself as a person. Because maybe one day I'll just go back to just accepting others and mm-hmm. not being wrong, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's kind of funny that you say, that, like, oh, well, people change. But yeah, but just do people that, do you know, change? Do people change, yeah. you know? So is that, like, in a way in yourself? You know, do you think that you've changed? Or do you think that you will change? Um, in the sense of vindictiveness, in the sense of, of accepting other people, in the sense of, of forgiving other people. Yeah, I do think I can change. But do you think it's it's worth the change? Do you like who you are now? Or would you just rather like swap out certain parts about your life, like boom, yeah. boom, you know? Yeah, honestly, that's a good way of putting it, you know, yeah. like swapping out things. Hmm? Yeah, honestly, <laughs> swap out the vindictiveness <clears throat> with keep like sticking up or standing up for myself. Yeah. Well, maybe yeah. being vindictive is standing up for yourself in a way. Yeah. You know, because you don't have to be accepting. Like, that's one of the things that, that really irks me when I see these things online. And, yeah. and or when I hear other people, honestly, when people give me advice, I never take it, you know, because it's the same. It's the same stuff that I tell other people or like it's the same stuff that I see all the time online. You know, I want to hear something different. Yeah. You know, and so when people tell me, oh, you just got to accept it, you just got to move on, you know, maybe it's just best for you to to let bygones be bygones like well no you know sometimes being vindictive in a way is taking care of yourself sometimes it is standing up for yourself you might not be verbal about it but i mean passive stance is a stance nonetheless you know that's something that that's your take on it that's your take on a situation that's your take on on not necessarily forgiving but maybe that's just your take on this person and you don't have to tell them you know, you don't owe anybody an explanation. What you think is what you think. And that's just that. If you feel like you want to let them know, if you feel like you want to tell them, if you feel like that, you know, they're worthy enough for quote unquote, they deserve uh, uh, an answer from you or something, then yeah, go ahead. You know, there's no push. And there shouldn't be a push. But you shouldn't feel like you have to. Yeah, I guess this also goes into me like being the way I am now, but... Mm-hmm. I feel like I was always the person, like, putting in the effort and everything. I feel like I was always the one, like, taking the initiative or going out of my way to finding out or finding out why someone's upset or, like, or being the, yeah, the problem solver. I was, like, I, I was always doing that. After some, after, yeah, after now, like, yeah. I hate always being the one that, like, puts in the initiative. I always hate being the one that, like. Tries to fix everything. Like, why does always why does it always have to be me? Yeah. Why can't it always be the other person? Yeah, yeah. no, it's I annoying. hear you. Yeah, and I feel that because like um like my take, you know, my story, it really did involve this person who I spent the better part of last year really trying to to impress, really trying to 
man, really trying to do my best to to be with, you know, or, or rather really trying my best to, to, you know, keep in my life in a, in, in a consistent manner, in a day-to-day manner. And to find out that none of it really mattered, you know, that, that small little things could could alter the course of all the work that I'd put in. Or, you know, maybe I was an idiot and maybe I made some bad decisions and maybe there's stuff that I shouldn't have done. But kind of like these these things that, you know, you put so much effort in, you put so much positivity and you, you wake up and that's like your main goal. And then just to see it crumble by the end of the year. That's terrible, man. That's terrible. And part of it is me. Yeah, you know, I had it stuck in my head that they they weren't the best for me and maybe I'm too good for them or maybe it's it's the best for the best part of it does wish sometimes okay what would it be like maybe not wish but but imagine it's like what would it be like if if it did work out you know if things were different what would it be like if we never separated in that way you know um not necessarily anymore I don't really think about that anymore um because I'm a different person now you know I took a lot of that that fall season of last year and really made myself who I am now, you know, really opened up, came up with the idea of making this podcast, really started opening up to you guys, um, spending a lot more time with you guys and really evaluating our friendship and evaluating all the other relationships in my life. And I think kind of like that that vindictiveness in a sense was there, but all in all, I did accept the other person for not necessarily the mistakes. Their flaws? Not necessarily the flaws either. Huh? But for their decision in our friendship, relationship, um, whatever you want to call it, you know. I did accept their decision because, yeah, maybe it was their right thing to do. Or maybe it was the right thing to do. Because look at me now. I mean, I feel like I've been proving a lot, you know. Maybe mentally or or habitually maybe there's some roadblocks there and maybe there's a couple things that yeah i could i could work on on myself like every like everybody you know like everything but i mean hey i moved out of my parents house i have a good job i'm planning on buying a house next year i just got a dog luffy i mean (laughs) just this just the other day just this tuesday i feel like i'm doing good you know and i feel like yeah maybe that acceptance of recognizing their decisions compared to my vindictiveness of, of them as a person really did help me progress. So I think it's, it's, it's a give and take, you know? Yeah. Some situations you can be accepting. Shouldn't be all of them. And whatever situations that you should be accepting should be on you. Whatever situations you should really kind of be positive about is solely based on you. And like I said, you don't deserve anybody anything you don't owe anybody anything nobody deserves a response from you besides the people you deem worthy uh to deserve a response from but maybe that vindictiveness also plays a part maybe like you said it's standing up for yourself you know it's a way of of letting your message be known letting your voice be heard without saying anything at all so that's a pretty interesting point you know, I didn't really go into this discussion talking about vindictiveness at all. I didn't really go into this, you know, today wanting to talk about vindictiveness. But what the hell? 
The, yeah, it's kind of spooky. It is spooky. Okay, uh, for all the listeners out there, my my kitchen light is just going on and off. Well, I have no idea what's going on here. Um, yeah, this is a blooper, but I'm gonna leave it. I'm gonna leave it in the episode. Yeah, no, I'm gonna leave it in the episode. What is going on, man? That's weird. Can you press the the left switch? Yeah. Just leave the kitchen light on. No, the left one. Yeah, yeah. Just leave the kitchen light on. I have, I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> huh? I feel like somebody's messing with me. Anyways, <laughs> yeah. So uh, I guess I could just end it there with with. Uh, I don't even know what that is. A, a blooper, an outtake of of. Just keep it, yeah. Yeah, good. just keep it in. That's hilarious. So thank you again, everybody, for listening to this week's episode of The Roasted Mind. Um, it's a really fun episode to have to do this and have a discussion with one of my best friends right across from me. Um, this discussion was actually really candid. I have a couple notes on the side, um, said a couple things from there, but a lot of it towards like the middle and end was just us kind of opening up to each other. Um, so I think maybe it's the booze, maybe it's the friendship. Who knows? Maybe it's both. <laughs> maybe it's both. Uh, so I'll see you guys next week for another episode. Okay. Bye, everybody. All right. Bye. Take care. <laughs>